Hey beautiful people, you are listening to Limitless Faith Life Growth, the podcast dedicated to growing together in the Lord as young people of our generation. I'm your host Ifeanyua Moronike and each week we tackle topics which help us navigate this Christian walk and be the best version of ourselves that God has called us to be. Let's get into it guys. Hi guys, so today we're discussing the topic freedom over bondage, relationship over religion. I'm very sorry in advance for background noises. I am not recording at the time that I wanted to record because it's during the day. And I don't like recording during the day unless I'm in a very confined space because of background noises. But, you know, what can we do? And I don't know how long this episode is going to be because I have class in a very short amount of time. (laughs) So as the spirit leads, as the spirit leads. But yeah, this episode is something that I think all believers have to come to terms with at some point in their spiritual journey. I think we all start off, well, I don't know, with most people who grew up in a Christian household, I think we all start off with a very religious mindset. And then we finally begin to seek God, seek the face of God, seek God for ourselves, and we step into a relationship. And that is the purpose of our Christianity. If you are living religiously, you are missing out on an entire dimension of God. And that is God as your father, as your friend, as your advisor, as your counselor. You simply see God as the deity in the sky. And he's more than that. And so that's what today's episode is about. And so if this seems interesting to you or to someone that you know, then please share this episode. Um, leave a rating, leave a review. Also rate it five stars. Somebody accidentally rated it. I think it's accidental because they said some, some beautiful things about the podcast. But then the ratings was two stars. I was like, hmm. I think that's an accident. I hope it's an accident. <laughs> I don't know. But if that is you, then please. It would be lovely if you could change that to five stars. But anyway, guys, let's get straight into the episode. Freedom over bondage, relationship over religion. I'll start with myself. I have been a Christian. I have called myself a Christian since as long as I can remember. I've always been a Christian. I've always grown up with Christian values. I've always gone to church every single Sunday. I have always been encouraged to pray and read my Bible. And it's a blessing, really. It's a blessing for me to be able to come from that background because it's not easy for many believers who try to seek God in a hostile environment, in an environment that does not encourage seeking God but I'm very blessed to be in a family that we've always sought God thing is I had been living just you know with the title Christian but not actually being Christian so I knew of God but I did not know God I knew who he was but I didn't know him for myself and that's the difference because there's one thing to know that there is someone who has planted you on this earth there is someone who has given you life and there's another thing to have a relationship with this person You can know your parents, you can acknowledge the facts that you have a father and a mother, but you don't have to have a relationship with them. You need to seek, pursue a relationship with them. And that is how, you know, talking to them, spending time with them, showing them love, receiving love from them, acknowledging their provision and the things that they do for you. So it's different. And one thing that many of us who grew up in Christian households can do is that you get wound up in the Christian culture without actually being Christian. So you still go to church, you still do the Christian things, you're so used to morning devotion. Funny thing is, we don't even do night devotion that often in our house. We used to do night devotion when we were younger. By the time we got older, as we started to know God for ourselves, we started to do night devotion much less. But our spiritual life is completely different now. And I remember when we were younger as well, whenever our parents would read bedtime stories, they would always read like those, you know, I still have those Bible bedtime stories with like really pretty pictures and stuff. We used to read that at night and it taught me so much about the word of God in terms of the stories of the word of God and the things that the people in the Bible did. And I believe them, but it was when I turned 17, I started understanding a relationship with God. It was when I turned 17, I started reading my Bible because I was intrigued. And then I started understanding 
known God as a father. It was my mom. My mom was the first person that told me that, you know, you can actually just talk to God. Like prayer doesn't have to be speaking in tongues. It doesn't have to be warfare. It doesn't have to be super loud. You can talk to God. And when you talk to God, take some time to hear from him. Those are the kind of things you don't enjoy when you're living religiously because you're talking to God to gain something from him. You are asking something from God. But when you seek God, when you seek intimacy with God, you're seeking God for yourself. You want to know him. You want to have a relationship with him. You want to speak to him and hear from him. So yeah, I started seeking God at 17. Then I started knowing God intimately, like really knowing God, maybe 19, 18, 19, just after 17, Sha. And it was much different. It was much more different because not only was I reading my Bible more, studying the word more, but my desire had grown. My passion had grown. I, My eyes had been opened up to bigger possibilities. Then it was not so long ago or a few years after that, that I really started wanting to know God. I really started to know God and I started to talk to him as a friend and I started to you know, tell him about my day. And if I had unrest, then I would read his word. And because I had already established a relationship with God, the word of God was no longer words on paper. It was the truth. It was ministering to me. The word of God is not ministered to you until it becomes a rema, a revelation. That's the meaning of rema. If the word of God does not become a revelation to you, it's just words and they could be meaningless to you. Yeah, you read it every day on a Sunday or every week on a Sunday. But when you sit and you read the word of God as if God himself is speaking to you, you catch a revelation, you catch the message he's trying to throw to you. And so I remember that season was when I was studying a lot of scripture and I would speak the scripture over my life. I remember that was when I was learning stuff like, and the peace of God, which the past all understanding will guard your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. And when I would read a scripture like that, I would feel the peace of God on my heart and my mind. I would feel his presence. I would feel his comfort. You don't feel that when you're living a religion. We use this term religion, religion, and it becomes like a bondage. I remember when my friend was talking to me about something he was going through and I said, why don't you talk to God about it? He said, nah. He said, Big G doesn't care about these things. And I was confused. He says, are we talking about the same God? Because my God, I tell him about everything. 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 I mean, if God knows the hairs on your head, then why would he not care about the smallest thing? The largest, the smallest? If he could create the entire world, I don't think your problem is too big for him to handle. But that's the thing about religion. You just see God as the deity in the sky. You go to him when you need help. And the thing is, even when you go to him when you need help, because you don't have a relationship with him, how do you even have faith in him? How do you have faith in someone you don't know? How do you trust in someone you don't know? So even when you're praying these prayers with a religious mindset, do you really believe that the prayers will come to pass or that you get the answer to your prayers? And I told him, that's not how God is. God isn't someone like a genie in the sky. Like God actually wants to know you. You're, you're his son. He wants to know you. He wants to have a relationship with you. All these things that you're going through. He's like, why are you going through it alone? I'm here. I'm your father. It's like you having your parents and your your parents are like, you know, we want to pay your school fees. No, no, no. I must pay my school fees myself. But your parents are like, well, the money is here. You know, I'm working for you to have money. I'm here for you. Why are you suffering in silence on your own? And that's what many of us do. Many of us go to church and we go to church programs, but there is no connection. I mean, look at the Pharisees. You know, the Pharisees, they were so great at always attending church and, you know, trying to be holy and act holy. And then Jesus in Matthew 15, he says, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. Yeah, you don't lie. You, you know, you're in church all the time. 
but you don't know God. Your heart is far from God. And you know, that's one of the reasons that you feel religion or Christianity is a bondage. Christianity shouldn't be a bondage. If Christianity is a bondage to you, you're doing Christianity wrong. You're doing it wrong because Jesus himself said in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Jesus said that once you come to him, he's going to give you rest. So if you're truly coming to Jesus and you are feeling unrest, you are feeling burdened, weighed down by religion, then something is wrong. You're not seeking God. Your heart is far from God. Because in God, there is rest. In God, there are answers. In God, there is peace. In Jesus, there is understanding about your life, your purpose. For so many of you who have been living the Christian life and you're confused about your life, have you asked God? I know some of us think that ah, it's not a big deal that ah, if I get two options for two jobs, is it not the highest one I'll pick? No. And that's why you took the job and now you're miserable because you didn't ask God first because your heart was on the money of that job or the popularity or the influence and not the will of God. That's why David was a man after God's own heart. Think about it. When somebody's after God's own heart, their mindsets, their ways are of that person. David was favored by God because he had the mind of God. Do you know how many times in Samuel where he, he consistently said, David inquired of the Lord, he inquired of the Lord, he inquired of the Lord, he inquired of the Lord, consistently seeking the mind of God. That's a relationship. And imagine him having that kind of relationship with God, despite the fact that most of these things that he was inquiring of, he inquired through a prophet. It's not like now that we can speak directly to God through the Holy Spirit. So if David was inquiring of the Lord for every small thing he did through a prophet, so why can't we inquire of the Lord through the Holy Spirit? I'm going to read that verse again, Matthew 11, but I'll read down. It says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, meaning that this weary and burdened feeling you have in this weighed down life, this anxiety, the depression, the worry, the fear, this discouragement weighing you down, you need to lay at the feet of Jesus. So if you come to Christianity, if you come to Christ and you still feel weighed down, oh, have you really come to Christ? He says he will give you rest. 29 says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And when he says my yoke is easy and my burden is light, it means that there will still be things that will come to Christianity. There will still be things that will come with knowing God. You stepping into a relationship with God does not mean your life will be easy, but you have somebody who can carry those burdens. And that is Jesus. You have someone you can lean on, that you can trust. And he says, trust in the Lord of all your hearts and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways submit to him and he'll make your path straight that's proverbs 3 5 to 6 so why are you tired why are you stressed why do you feel burned down by church life something is wrong your heart posture your purpose the way you are pursuing christ is wrong and i, I think that's a harsh statement to make that how do you mean pursuing christ is wrong if you're pursuing christ and you feel burdened and i don't mean that you feel stretched or you know you can be a bit because there's work Pursuing Christ is not easy. But when you feel a burden, when you feel far from God, yet you are always in church, there is a problem. And I mentioned this in my podcast about, uh, I forgot what it was, it was a while back. Uh, yes, that was it. Um, Christian burnout. Where you are so busy, you're in choir, you're in sanctuary, you're doing everything in church, you're in prayer uni, you're, you're so busy in the church of God, but you don't feel God. You pray, you feel nothing. You study the word, you understand nothing. Your heart is far from God. That is not a relationship with God. That is religion. I mean, you satisfy your religious urges. Ah, Yes, I can say that I prayed for one hour today. I can say I read my Bible for one hour today. I can say I went to church three times this week. But you gain nothing without a relationship with God. Or you gain 
is self-satisfaction. You have to learn to build a relationship with God. And how do you do that? It's actually very easy. I know it may seem build a relationship with God. Ah, God is so big to build a relationship. And just think about it as the same way you build a relationship with people you love on earth. Learn how to speak to God. Learn how to just talk, consistently talk to God. Consistently want to be in his presence. Consistently study his word because he speaks through his word. Learn to listen to him. Obey him. John 14, 15 says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. If you love God, you will listen to him. When he says, don't lie, when he says, don't cheat, when he says, choose my way, he knows why he's saying that he's trying to protect you. Many of us, and that is, again, the religious mindset. Many of us, we don't understand why we have the word of God, why we have the law. And when I say the law, I just mean in terms of the principles God gives us to live our lives. He gives us these principles to protect us. Therefore, our protection, not our restriction. I know many of us will think that, ah, this Christianity is a bondage. That ah, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this. No. Being in the world is a bondage because you are in bondage to sin. Being in Christianity gives you freedom. Freedom to live the life that God has called you to live. And any principle that he gives you, any guideline he gives you is for you to live that life abundantly in peace, in joy, with purpose, with fulfillment. And not to live a life that is quote-unquote fun that leaves you very empty and the funny thing is if you ask most christians that don't do these things they're happy they have peace i have so much peace my definition of fun is just different i mean do you know what it is to be in a gathering of believers all of you guys are in alignment all of you guys love god all of you guys have the mind of christ do you know what that is compared to being in a place of darkness of sin and saying that that's fun well i don't know if that's fun for some people that's not fun for me i prefer to be of people who have like mind parts of even the freedom mentality is applying grace to these guidelines as well romans 14 22 says so whatever you believe about these things keep between yourself and god blesses the one who does not condemn himself by what he approves any personal conviction you have that's between you and god i mean the religious mindset and this really affects us as nigerians the religious mindset really cages believers because i remember when i first came to nigeria and i went to a school a church school and I just consistently felt like a walking sin. My hair color was bad. I was wearing trousers. I would do this, I would do that. And I wasn't a bad girl. I didn't do anything bad. But simply because of certain social norms that were more common in the UK and weren't common in Nigeria, automatically I was apparently sinful. Man, it just made me want to rebel and do everything. I was like, ah, should be you guys said I'm sinful. Let me be sinful now. Let me keep doing. And I think even on top of that, I didn't do anything crazy, but I just wanted to keep pushing the boundaries. Because, you know, I don't remember where hair color was mentioned in the Bible. And of course, I understand your social norms do matter. I mean, we still want to get jobs. We still want to be respectable people in this society. But do not place your convictions as a law over anybody. And I know some of you people have grown up in those kind of households and it's pushed you away from God. You have to be obedient to your parents because we are not supposed to disobey our parents as believers. But that should never push you away from God because that's not who God is. Do you know what God says in his word? Galatians 2.19 says, For I through the Lord died to the law so that I might live to God. Do you know what the word of God says also about this religious living and trying to be perfect and, and holy, trying by your own strength to be holy? Galatians 2.21 says, I do not set aside the grace of God for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain. If God knew we could do this Christian walk on our own and we could be holy on our own, then Christ wouldn't have had to die. Christ died because God knew we couldn't do it on our own. So this condemned feeling that you're family or your friends or people are making you feel you know that you have sinned you've done something wrong and they have placed this hold over your life that you are a sinner you are wrong you're horrible jesus is saying i died to free you from this bondage i died to free you from this guilt when romans 8 1 tells us that therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in christ 
So who has the right to condemn you? When Jesus said, I have made grace available to you. Yes, you're not perfect. Yes, we're not encouraging sin. But you have placed your sin as a bondage over you. Jesus came to free you from the bondage of sin. That's why you have grace. And you understand that when you have a relationship with God, when you are not living a religion, you're trying so hard to be holy, to do the things of the Bible, and you keep falling because you're using your own strength, not by your own strength. You will fail, you will fall. Surely by your own strength, you will fail, you will fall. Lean on Jesus. Are you enjoying God? Are you gisting with God? Are you laughing with God? You know, Are you hearing from God? Are you feeling his presence? You're just living a religious life for nothing and you'll eventually get tired and God forbid pull away. Galatians 2.20 also says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the son of man who loved me and gave himself for me. I want you to put your name there. Ifeinwa has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer Ifeinwa who lives, but Christ who lives in Ifeinwa. And the life which Ifeinwa now lives in the flesh, she lives by faith in the Son of God who loved her and gave himself for her. And I want you to repeat that, but put your name there, Galatians 2.20. Because God is speaking to you, the he, the her, the she, whoever's listening, God is speaking to you. And he wants you to know that he wants to know you. He wants to seek a relationship with you. Do not allow religiousness to keep you from knowing your heavenly father the way he wants you to know him all right guys so i'm technically already late for my class but i'm gonna zoom off super 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 quick i pray this episode has been a blessing to you and to anyone else who listens to it and i also pray you learn a thing or two um we will be back next week with the next episode but yeah guys i please this a blessing to you have an amazing day have an amazing month have an amazing year have an amazing 2023 bye guys